Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go on a very, very busy Monday. Lots happening live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day on a Monday. One hour from now where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. There's plenty of both. A big game Sunday. Two Monday Night Football games tonight, but a big game Sunday. A lot of teams smushed in the middle. Doesn't appear to be outside of the Niners and maybe the Cowboys' great teams in the NFL. But interesting stuff happening in both conferences. Arguably the greatest weekend of the season for both of us, Colin, with the picks. And yeah. giving out winners left and right. And then, of course, uh, we got Bill's Cowboys next week. Very How about nice. that? Well, um... I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think about something with the Cowboys I don't like. Dak's always been a good quarterback. He's having a great year. The offensive line, old and new players, really, really strong. Pass rush, ditto. Weapon, CD Lamb's become a star, an emerging tight end star. And now they have a great kicker that never misses, which has taken a huge burden off late game field position and situational football with Mike McCarthy. Just send out the kicker. He'll hit one from 59 yards. So it took Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones. It took him a while post-Jimmy Johnson to create a well-oiled machine. 27 years to be precise. But that's what they look like. You know, there's a lot of new owners in this league, and they're very, very impatient. Jerry Jones is not. The Mike McCarthy hire, he kept believing in it. The move off Kellen Moore, Jerry was talked into it. Still defending, paying Dak big money, and getting rid of Zeke. Four for four. The only question now appears to be, can they beat the Niners? And they even have that sort of going for them, the revenge factor, after getting humiliated the first time they met in the Bay Area. So... 
The Eagles looked old and slow and a little lost offensively, and the Cowboys look fast and young and in their prime with an absolute laser focus on what they do well. Pass the football and rush the other quarterback. I said for years and years, I always thought Dallas was pretty good. And I was right. Their fans, the media, always claiming they were elite. And I was like, no, they'll be pretty good. They have a winning record. They're well run, not brilliantly run. They're well run. But I think they've turned the corner as a franchise. And again, with all these new, impulsive, rich, wealthy owners, fire, 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 fire. Always got to be something new in the building. Jerry's been old school money. Jerry's like, I believe in my choices. I believe in my draft picks. I'm going to mostly nibble occasionally and go get a Stephon Gilmore for a fifth rounder. But I believe in my coaches. I believe in my head coach. I believe in my quarterback. And I'm going to stick with it. And you know what? They've been right. Dallas always felt like they had good players. Now they've got very good players, a handful of great players, and tremendous chemistry. The offensive line is a mix of old guys like Tyron Smith and new young players like Tyler Smith. They've got an old veteran quarterback and a new young star cornerback they got in the fifth round. They've got an old receiver. They've got a new receiver. They've got a new tight end. It's a mix of old and new. And again, it goes back to, for years and years, Jerry stuck with Jason Garrett, and nobody liked it. But they won a lot of games with Jason Garrett. And then it's Mike McCarthy. And we were all upset with Mike McCarthy. And Jerry's like, no, we're going to tweak the staff. I'm going to get the best defensive coordinator, in my opinion, in the league. I'm going to stay with Mike McCarthy. I'm going to keep paying Dak. And Jerry's not loyal to a fault. He moved off that linebacker, Jalen Smith. He moved off Zeke. But Jerry's always been more loyal than a lot of the new money. The David Teppers in Carolina. New coach, new quarterback, new picks. Trade this, trade that. Jerry's always like, no, no, no. And Jerry and Steven are risk takers. And they view themselves as, as good talent evaluators. And today they get the last laugh. Most of the moves work. Stephon Gilmore for a fifth rounder looks brilliant. He's great in big games. Brandon Cooks, we're like, oh, please. He's bounced around the league. He's now becoming pretty important. That speed jumps out. Uh, that Tyler Smith, Cowboys have taken a lot of offensive linemen in the first round. A lot of teams won't. Tyler Smith now is excellent. Uh, Drawn Bland, that corner. You know, Trayvon Diggs goes down. We're like, oh, this is, this is big trouble. No, not really. This fifth-round kid is inexpensive and great. So, But I think a lot of it goes back to patience. I've talked about this a lot. Owners now are worth billions and billions of dollars. And so firing a coaching staff is a rounding error. Get a new quarterback. Fire a staff. Jerry is maintained. He went a little longer with Garrett than you were comfortable with. He's gone with Mike McCarthy a little longer than you've been comfortable with. They've paid Dak a little more than you've been comfortable with. But that loyalty is starting to pay off. I always said for years, Dallas just loves their draft picks. But it does take longer for players Helps when they're in a stable organization. They've nibbled just enough at other players, Stephon Gilmore, Brandon Cooks, but it's mostly drafting, taking some risks. They took C.D. Lamb. A lot of us, myself included, thought, you don't need a receiver. Well, he's become a star. Uh, Micah Parsons, that's a good pick. We'll see how it works. He's a star. They've taken offensive lineman, Tyler Smith. Ooh, that's kind of a, that's kind of a big risk, right? Oh, he's become a star. So patience matters. These are young players. 
and you've got coaches trying to solve the riddle in the Rubik's Cube of winning, and it takes time. And as crazy as we think Dallas and Jerry Jones are, they're actually a very stable franchise. They may not be the Steelers, but I'd argue the Steelers are loyal to a fault. Jerry's just loyal. Not necessarily to a fault. They keep winning. They stay relevant. Steelers now can't get the quarterback right. Dallas' quarterback's never played better. Steelers have a defensive coach. Cowboys have an offensive coach. Patience has mattered, and Dak has never played better. Dak has never looked better. Dak has never held himself to as high a standard as he is now, and he talked after the dominating win. I hold myself to, to super, super high, high, high standards, and um, yeah, if I play my best game, we, we, we're, we're putting up 50 out there. I'm my biggest critic. Uh, I don't think I played, obviously, not my best game. Um, I'm a completions guy. I want to get completions. I want to get it rolling. Uh, there was a streak there that was, I mean, I don't know, it felt like 7 to, t- seven to 10 or so that, that uh, uh, a few incompletions in a row. Um, but then we got it going. We got it back going, got it back on track. So I obviously did enough to win, but uh, I always want to be better. All right, let's talk Kansas City. They're the reigning dynasty, and dynasties go in stages. The first stage, Patrick Mahomes was cheap. The second stage, Patrick Mahomes is expensive, and the rest of the team needs to get cheap. That's where they're at, and the margins are shrinking. Now, we all acknowledge the NFL calls too many penalties, but the penalty they called yesterday, if you really take a deep breath, you know, Kadarius Tony was offside, so it wasn't particularly close. It's not particularly close. But this comes back to once you paid Mahomes the big money, you got to get cheaper elsewhere. And that means to get cheaper, you got to get younger. And when you get younger, you make more mistakes. And Kansas City now beats themselves. Kadarius Toney, there's a reason the Giants got rid of him. Young receiver, lines up offsides. Rasheed Rice, young receiver, very talented, had a key fumble. So when, when Mahomes becomes the number one cap hit in the entire league, and that's what he is, you have to get cheaper elsewhere. That means you can't keep Tyreek Hill, and you can't keep left tackle Orlando Brown. What did Greg Cosell say last week? Patrick Mahomes does not look comfortable. He doesn't trust his tackles. He doesn't have to come out and say it. You don't have to come out and say a lot of things in life. They're true. So you don't have somebody as explosive as Tyreek Hill. You had to get rid of a very good corner. You moved him off to San Francisco, Ward. So that's the reality. Tom Brady's the GOAT for a lot of reasons. One of them, beyond work ethic and talent, he was never a big cap hit relative to his talent. And so even in the NFL, you get what you pay for. And once you pay Chris Jones, he's worth it. Travis Kelsey, he's worth it. Patrick Mahomes, he's worth it you got to go bargain shopping. Now, some of the bargain shopping has worked on defense, but a lot of the offensive bargain shopping hasn't worked. Look at Kansas City's last six games. They're averaging 19 points. That's what they are. Last year, they averaged 29. They were number one in the league. So they can't fall behind. They don't finish drives. They make more mistakes. And, and, and we, We've been talking about this for 20 years. Drew Brees didn't make a lot of money. Saints good. Took a lot of money, Saints not good. Redid his contract to be team-friendly, Saints got good again, and won a Super Bowl. That's the way it works. Brady always understood that. So Mahomes is great, but he's now highly expensive. And you got to get younger and cheaper. And younger and cheaper means more mistakes. But this offense, this is stage two of the dynasty. 
Stage two is Patrick's expensive. Kelsey's expensive and limping a lot. Chris Jones is really expensive. we got to find a replacement for that. But this year, they don't have one yet. And some of their key young pieces defensively are hurt. And the young receivers keep making mistakes. Stage two of the dynasty. Remember stage one? Tom Brady's cheap. A lot of rings. Tom Brady more expensive. Randy Moss years. Super Bowls, no rings. Then at the end, Tom got more rings. It goes in stages. This is stage two. And stage two can get very frustrating. And you start blaming people outside of your control. And Patrick Mahomes after is blaming the pinstripes. And just in that moment, I mean, it's it's not even for my, myself or for me. It's just I know how much everybody puts into this game. And for it to, to happen on a flag change outcome of a game, um, in that moment, I mean, I, I've played seven years, never had that, never had offense all sides called. I mean, that's we, that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and and it doesn't get called. And if it does, you, they warn you, and there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. Um, it's just tough, man. It is, and it's highly infrequently called in previous years. It's getting called more this year. But I don't think a veteran wide receiver would have lined up there. Tony did. He's young. That's why the Giants bailed on him. He was immature, flaky, not trustable. Tony, for the Chiefs, just cost him a game. He's got a lot of drops earlier in the year. Could have cost him a game. This is part of dynasties. And it's tough. And you win all these close games for years. And now you're starting to lose these close games. They'll reboot. I still think they're okay, but the margins are tiny. The AFC now does not have a great team. They've got several good ones. Teams like Denver feel like they're hot. Teams like Kansas City feel like they're not. They're all smushed together. Doesn't mean they can't win the AFC, but it doesn't look and feel like it did in Stage 1. All right, J-Mac, uh, Dak is humming. San Francisco looks amazing. I still don't like Buffalo, despite the win. Yeah. Uh, they had a very good early, but don't, they don't throw the ball down the field. Stephon Diggs has disappeared. I, I thought you were a little soft on the Chiefs there. Uh, like Patrick Mahomes crying to the refs, going after the ref on the sideline. They're coming apart at the seams right now. This Chiefs team had some big problems, man. I know Mahomes doesn't want to go off on his receivers for the drops. Uh, Tony had a drop on the sideline earlier yeah. in the game, and Nance and Romo kind of made some comments about it. But Kansas City has real problems. They're not scary at all. Remember when Mahomes would get the ball late? You're like, automatic touchdown. Right. It's just not happening. Now, now, it should be duly noted that most Super Bowl teams have a scary quality. They look more like San Francisco and Dallas. Uh, not all Super Bowl teams. We also know that Brady Super Bowl team didn't get good until the late season bye. So they can look a lot of different ways. I do think one thing that helps Kansas City is we came into this season thinking the AFC was stacked at the top. Well, the truth is the NFC yeah. looks much better at the top. San Francisco and Dallas absolutely look like the two best teams in the league the afc teams they may have more good teams there is no great team yeah, quarterback the, injuries yeah i mean baltimore but again uh <laughs> they were very fortunate to win yeah. that game yesterday defense the kyle hamilton injury we'll see but who are you more worried about right now going forward the eagles or the chiefs the two teams who were in the super bowl last okay year. that's a great question both are not the same teams once again 
Philadelphia, new offensive coordinator. It's not the same offense. Had to move off some defensive pieces. That's not the same defense. Oh, their defense can't stop a nosebleed but, right now. <laughs> but I still have a lot of trust in that locker room. Kansas City, young receivers. You know, their defense is banged up and young. So I think both Philly and Kansas City could use a layup game, kind of a deep breath. I mean, oh. Philadelphia has played Dallas, Kansas City, uh, San Francisco, Buffalo, Dallas. Like, that's a that, – Philadelphia, they don't get it this week. I think they play on Monday, so they get an extra day yeah. with Seattle. Philadelphia could use a bye. They yeah. look exhausted. And the Chiefs do get kind of a layup. They get the Patriots. Yes. They were double-digit favorites, but early money on the Patriots down to nine and a half. I like Kansas City. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Sunday, we got a huge doubleheader on Fox. First, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs take on the Patriots or other regional action. Then, in America's Game of the Week, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys take on Josh Allen and the Bills. Check for the games in your area Sunday on Fox. Oh, my God. Have you bet that one yet? 
Uh, should. We both had a winning week. We feel very good. Oh, the second best week of the season for me. Large financial windfall. But that game, you need to bet it today. Tell me. Okay. You know the side, right? Yeah, I know the side. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jeez, I'm fired up. So are the Buffalo Bills better today? Do I feel better about the Buffalo Bills today? Not really. The clock management at the end of the game was horrific. Stephon Diggs has disappeared. Gabe Davis didn't have a catch. But Josh Allen is so gifted. He's like Big Ben Plus. Several levers better than Cam Newton, who may be the best college player I've ever seen. Completing passes, falling down. Buffalo is completely, utterly reliant on one player. He is Atlas, holding the world of the Bills above his shoulders. There is no team in this league that is as dependent on a singular player as Buffalo is on Josh Allen. It's like Cam Newton in Carolina, though Josh is much better, that won an MVP at 26 and then never made a Pro Bowl after that. Too many shots, too much of a burden, had to carry too much. And again, Josh Allen is going to be fine for the next three or four years. But you do wonder how this thing ages. I mean, it is a lot of post-snap, running for your life, making plays happen. And Buffalo is the oldest team in the league. So... As Josh starts making, I mean, Josh Allen's cap hit goes through the roof next year. Well, all of a sudden, you have to start peeling back on those old veteran players, and he's going to be asked potentially to carry a larger burden of the Buffalo Bills. So I hope I'm wrong on this, but I I feel like this is not going to end well in about four more seasons. He's going to be 31, 32, and you're going to say he kind of looks like he's aging. He's just carrying the franchise. And Buffalo now is 7-6. and Not a playoff team, bunched in with the Bengals and the the Texans and the Broncos. And I feel much better about the Broncos today. They're not absolutely carried by one player. So I don't think it's getting better. I think Sean McDermott's a good man who had a very, very bad week. And that happens. And as we know about social media, everybody loves to jump on the avalanche and bury people. The 9-11 stuff, it was a miss. We know that. Uh, And that clock management at the end of that game was a mess, and he still can't deliver a running game, and Stephon Diggs has disappeared. Um, I love watching Buffalo. I, I, I worry they're just wasting Josh Allen's best years, but he was defending his coach yesterday. This week wasn't wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for, for Coach McDermott. Um, you, can, you can question a lot of things about coaching style. You can question a lot of things about my decision making. You can question a lot of things about this team, but to question his character and who he is as a man, that's, there's no, you know, he's one of the better humans on this planet, um, how he carries himself and, you know, we saw it for what it is. Um, we're just trying to focus on and winning each each week, one, one game at a time. All right, top of the hour, Colin right, Colin wrong. I want to talk Broncos. Um, this is one of the best in-season coaching years I've ever seen. Uh, I said Friday, coaching mismatch, take Denver to win. Utter coaching mismatch. So we all know, you know, I know, Jason knows, we all know, it's a quarterback league. Um, But it really helps to have a smart offensive coach. Ask Jared Goff in L.A., Tua in Miami, Brock Purdy in San Francisco, and ask Russell Wilson. Russell's career was in jeopardy three, three and a half months ago. Sean Payton has taken an older, not ideally sized, very unique, expensive quarterback and has taken him from washed to highly effective and a passer rating around 100. 
Meanwhile, the Seahawks, who bailed on him, are now in a free fall. DK Metcalf out of control, though I love him. They don't really have a quarterback for the future. They've lost four straight games, and they just thought it was the right move. Maybe it was for Seattle. But I'd rather be Denver today with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson than a defensive coach and Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Um, it's always felt, my entire adult life, it's felt like it's a kind of a 70-30, quarterback's the most important, coach is about 30%. And we've seen that with Belichick and Brady. But the Broncos were such an absolute mess that coaching became more crucial. This may be a 70-30 coach quarterback, or at least 50-50. This is an extreme makeover quarterback edition. Um, it, it is an absolutely marvelous in-season coaching job. Denver does all the things. They're not great. They're not Dallas. They're not stacked. They're not San Francisco. They don't have a Mahomes. But they get first downs, take away last week. They don't turn it over. Their quarterback makes one or two brilliant plays a game. Their quarterback is mobile. They don't make a ton of mistakes. They've got a linebacker in Singleton, or they've, they've got somebody in the back end, Simmons. They've got a top corner. they get got a good enough pass rush. They have running backs who run hard and don't fumble. Uh, Cortland Sutton's a playmaker. You just look at Russell Wilson right now. Those numbers, he is top five or six in the league. And if you look at Denver's schedule, Detroit next, reeling. Then New England, reeling. Then Chargers, reeling. Then Raiders, not very good. Seven and six. Eight and six, nine and six, ten and six, eleven and six. So nobody's patient anymore. It took a month and a half to figure this nonsense out. They were one and five. But Denver now is seven and six. The schedule works in their favor. They're actually very healthy. They got their left tackle back. They've got a brilliant coach. This is who they are now. They're not the one and five team. This is what they are. This is what they give me virtually six of the last seven weeks. And Russ talked about it after. We're in a horse race. You know, and um, you know you're 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 midway to the third, you know, three quarters of the way through, and you got to finish the last quarter strong. The truth is, our season, we're, we're five and one over the past six weeks now. Now six and one, you know, and that's we kept telling the guys, hey, we kept you know talking about that. I kept telling, telling the guys early in the week, you know, that's the reality, that's the truth over the past, you know, seven weeks. You know, now we're six and one. And I think that there's great belief. I told the guys in the huddle the lap before the last knee, stay stay humble and hungry. Let's keep going. Uh, we're not even at our best yet. You know what's interesting about Russell Wilson's career? So I remember the first time I watched him, I was on the couch, and I texted a friend who's a college football announcer, and I said, who's Russell Wilson for North Carolina State? Because the announcer had said, yeah, he plays baseball, and I'm like, who is this guy? He was great. Coach bailed on him. Goes to Wisconsin. NFL draft, people bail on him, despite having absolutely profound numbers at Wisconsin. Goes third round. And then he's great. And then Seattle bails on him. Then he goes to Denver. And everybody, including myself, kind of bailed on him after Nat Hackett. And now he's good again. Russell Wilson's journey has been about production and doubt. And then production at Wisconsin, but doubt in the draft. And then Seattle, production and then doubt. And then he goes to Denver, and it's flipped. It's doubt back to production. So this is part of his journey. And uh, I had I got to tell you, I love watching Bronco games. I think they're well coached. I, it, it, it's not always pretty, but I kind of know what I get every weekend. And this feels, like I said about Green Bay last week in the NFC, this feels like a late-producing team that's going to make the playoffs. 
Colin Wright, Colin Wrong next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Where Colin was right. Another winning week, blazing five. We had the Bears was one of our favorite picks. The Browns was our favorite pick. And the Broncos, we said it was a coaching mismatch. Kansas City and Buffalo, Ladarius Tony's foot cost me a four in one week. That's the breaks. But another winning week. I think it's three or four in a row. At least three. Three and two on the season. Love the lines this week as well. Where Colin was wrong. I did not take the Philadelphia Eagles' recent erosion seriously enough. Their offense is a mess. They miss Shane Steichen. Fumbles. They've gotten sloppy. Six points in the second half. Some of this, I do believe, is fatigue. But we've got to be honest here. I have to be honest. As much as I like this franchise, this offense, it's not the same. They're not running it enough. They're, you, when's the last time you got a great game out of this offense? And so I thought this, I I said, I think this is going to be a really competitive game. They'll brush off that awful loss to the 49ers, but they've been housed in back-to-back weekends now by good teams, by really good teams. But nonetheless, they weren't competitive, truthfully, in either game. Where Colin was right. Chargers lost four of five. I was out on Brandon Staley before the season. You can always tell a poorly coached team, they do nothing well. Even Justin Herbert is regressing. They don't do a thing well. They could run it. Now they can't. They could throw it deep. Now they can't. Um, This is, to me, the worst coach team in the NFL, and I think the team can feel it, and I think they've bailed. And even Kellen Moore and Herbert in the offense, now he's probably out for the year. I think even the offense now is a mess. Where Colin was wrong. Well, despite wearing his hat backwards, Brock Purdy does appear to be a franchise quarterback. Number one in completion rate. Number one in passer rating. I have deep concerns about the important stuff. But you put him in the pocket. If anybody's open, the kid does not miss those two or three rare opportunities every Sunday when you get an open receiver or a man deep. He puts it on the money. He also moves pretty well. He's not wildly athletic, but he's athletic enough. And again, I have deep concerns about the hat and the direction in which it's pointed. Brock, do you think you're representing the organization well right now, standing up there at the podium wearing a backwards hat? Um, I don't, man, that's, I guess that's who I am, and I think so. So. Uh, yeah, some guys have told me in the locker room and stuff, but I don't buy into all that kind of stuff, so I'm just trying to play quarterback and win games. Certainly do appreciate real journalists in San Francisco asking the fundamental questions which lead to Super Bowls. Turn that thing around. Where Colin was right. Been on it all year. 11 of 14 playoff teams have offensive coaches. Look at it. I'm sorry, I don't know why you can hire a defensive coach. Now, D'Amico Ryans has been great, and I still defend Robert Sala, but... It is not something that you can just pass off as a coincidence. Anytime a quarterback is hurt, you're screwed if you have a defensive coach. Offensive coaches, look in Cincinnati what they're doing. Go go look around. Look, I mean, go look at offensive coaches. Look what Indianapolis is doing. 11 of 14 playoff teams. And a lot of teams on the bubble, like Denver and the Rams, also have offensive coaches. Where Colin was right. LeBron was the in-season tournament MVP. Another example, as I've said for years, of LeBron holding up his end of the bargain for the Lakers. I've also said for probably a half dozen times over the last couple years, 
If the NBA was March Madness and it was a single elimination tournament, I don't know if there's a player in the league I'd rather have more than LeBron James. Maybe Jokic. Well, this in-season tournament, the Lakers went 7-0. It was a single elimination tournament, and that's why, again, LeBron's old. Seven-game series are really hold, very hard and punitive on older players. Once again, for a single game, and I've preached this, I'll take LeBron over everybody else outside of maybe Jokic in the league. Where Colin was wrong. I thought Kellen Moore to the Chargers was going to be magic. The offense is worse. They're 16th in scoring. The turnovers are up. They can't run the ball. They can't throw it deep. I mean, it, listen, the Cowboys offense has improved without Kellen Moore. The Chargers offense has regressed with Kellen Moore. Boy, was I wrong on that. Where Colin was right. The power of the transfer portal in college football. We kept saying, embrace it. Don't be afraid of it. Jaden Daniels, LSU. Bo Nix, Oregon. Michael Penix. Your three top Heisman finalists. All transfer to another school. One from Auburn to Oregon. One Indiana to Washington. One Arizona State to LSU. Too many people fear change. Embrace it. College quarterbacks, when they're 18 or 17, often make a choice which doesn't serve them well. All these quarterbacks realize there's a better place for me. People have been so terrified of the transfer portal. It literally has transformed all three of those young men's lives. Where Colin was right. Shohei Otani is a Dodger. We never bought any of the other suitors. It was just a very delicate situation. The Dodgers didn't want to look like they had this thing wrapped up a year ago. And the Angels, you know, they're, they're part of the Southern Cal economy. And Shohei Otani and his people did not want to look like they had made their mind up a year in advance. The reality is, you could see the Dodgers making moves a year ago. They've got the revenue. The Dodgers are incredibly well run, incredibly progressive. They've got a game plan that's three, four, and five years ahead of other teams. They're in a rarefied air with Atlanta and Houston of just a brilliantly run organization. And they they knew years ago, this is the guy. They just didn't want to make it look clumsy. And Shohei Otani and his people, similarly, didn't look want to make it look like a year or two ago. They already knew they were bailing, but the Angels could never afford to keep Otani. And frankly, it feels like he was buried in Orange County. He needed to get up to L.A. County and get himself to the playoffs and winning games. He's an all-time talent. All right, Colin right, Colin wrong. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Well, I mean, yesterday, you know, Mark, sometimes you get great games and sometimes you get Vikings Raiders. Uh, three nothing. Hey, it happens. it happens. That's actually when you get you get tested as a broadcaster when there's no points. Oh. Not the easiest game. It's a to defensive do. struggle. Did, did I hear a championship men's league game? Oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Your buddy Dane Christ is playing in it tonight. Mm. So you're refereeing a game? No, did, oh, that's harsh. How did you win the championship game? Not a, not Sorry, a men's okay. club. Sorry. All right. So we were talking about this. Breeze, Steve Young, Montana, Brady, Dak. It's, they hit 30. So everybody now wants two years, I want to see if you can play. But you start looking at Steve Young and Joe Montana and Breeze and Brady. and they start, Peyton Manning, by the way, most of their Pro Bowls and MVPs mm-hmm. are post-30. And we're saying is if you're a freak physically, Lamar, Josh Allen, Favre, sure. you can kind of do stuff post-snap early in your career. But if you're not, it takes time to be a, become what Tom mm-hmm. calls the chess player. Sure. And when I watch Dak, I'm like, there, there's some chess here. Like, he's getting in and out of stuff. Mark, they just don't put themselves in bad spots much. Yeah, I think after the bye week, too, they've really ascended. And I think they've... Switched a couple things. They let him do a little more at the line of scrimmage. I think um, Brian Schottenheimer's been a huge addition for that offense. He's really made things simple, and, and Dak's kind of handled it the right way. But what you mentioned, I think, is an interesting part of quarterback careers. When you're still athletic enough and you have enough arm talent to get things done, you still have enough mobility to move just enough to create a little space in the pocket and make a throw, and your brain, your... Um, your anticipation, your experience, the Rolodex of defenses and plays that you've seen and blitzes that you've seen are starting to intersect. And both of them are still there. I think that's your prime. And it's right around 30 that you just mentioned where these guys, I know what's coming and I can still move enough. Look out because I know where this ball is going to go. I got you now. Bring the blitz. Don't bring the blitz. I don't really care what you do. I'm so confident in my ability because I can still sling it. 
look out. This is this is where things get really fun for a guy like Dak. But this is he's been fun to watch, man. No question. He's been throwing lasers. You know, it's, you know, it's funny too, Mark, because um there's a lot of new owners. And the new owners are kind of impatient. Yeah, they want it now, yeah. Say what you want about Jerry. He kept Jason Garrett way longer than the fans wanted. Mike McCarthy, everybody bailed two years ago. He didn't. Dak, what do we make of him? Jerry's old school money. Like, he's like, this is not my first rodeo. I'm not going to listen. And I will give him credit. Where the league is getting much less patient, Jerry's kind of like, I'm just going to stay with Mike. You know, I didn't think the Kellen Moore thing would work. It's a better offense now. And, And by the way, they also... They've been patient with the offensive line. You know, they, they'll go get guys in the first round in the offensive line, and mm-hmm. we crushed them for it. But part of it is, I feel like Jerry's kind of this old school, which is, guys, let stuff bake a little. you gotta, you got to play the long game with some of this stuff and the marathon versus sprint analogy, meaning keep the core group together. Keep some of the core pieces together. Don't keep changing up the offensive system, forcing your quarterback to learn a new language every other year just makes it hard. Keep the same guys together because that original playbook that you come in with day one, it evolves over time. It is You have to think of these offensive playbooks as a living, breathing, almost like an animal, okay? And it's a baby when it first starts, and it's very simple. It can only do a couple things, <laughs> and the players make it special. Well, as those players stay together and that offense grows a little bit, this offensive playbook takes on a new shape, a new life, and it's becoming something different. There's new code words. Hey, we're going to switch this up. We're going to add a tag, uh, Travis Kelsey, on this route that you've run 900 times, and we've hit 899 times out of 900. We're so good at this, but teams are starting to play it now. Here's their response. Boom, now we have a response to their response with this little tag, and we're just going to signal it with a little hand signal, whatever it is. So you can tell when you keep guys together, you let it bake, as you mentioned, that's where you start to get success, and that's where you have success in crucial moments because guys have been there before. They've seen it. They've been through the fire together, and they can execute when it all matters. Is Philadelphia, because I, 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 I sort of downplayed their loss to San Francisco as you know, battle fatigue. God, they play the Niners and the Chiefs and the Bills, like heavy snap games. But there's also, as you well know, there's a reality of um, – Personnel limitations. They're not great at corner. And the other thing is, they lost two great coordinators. Mm-hmm. And I watch their offense, Mark, and it's just, it's not as diverse. It doesn't have the dexterity. I think they forget about running. Some of this is, you, you know this, not all coordinators are equal. No. And as much as it's the coordinators, I think some of it, a lot of it has to do with the running game. Like, when DeAndre switches on early, it made life easy. For Jalen Hurts, he had a chance to run a little bit earlier in the year. The past couple years, he ran a little bit. As soon as he hurt his shoulder late in the year last year, his running numbers and production have really plummeted. Yeah, and it's because they're trying to take care of him. And then this year, he's nursing a knee injury, so he can't. He's not quite as explosive. You could tell when he's running, it's to get out of trouble, not to attack. Yeah, and it's a different mentality. And so. When they don't hit those rushing numbers, when they don't dominate the line of scrimmage, when they're not controlling the tempo and pace, Mm -hmm. the other teams have done that to them. They've kind of flipped the script on the Eagles two weeks in a row. And mind you, these are two of the best defenses you're going to play. You know, Nick Bosa makes a comment last week, hey, we put the blueprint out there to beat these guys. Well, you also have to have the players to be able to do that. Okay, not every defense in the league can 
okay, we're just going to use that plant. Well, okay, who's rushing the passer? Who's keeping him in the pocket? Who's going to make him throw it 45 times? Right now, like, you make Jalen Hurts throw it 45 times, I like my chances on defense. Sure. Like, that's fine. Go ahead. Drop him back every time because I know where it's going. We're going to double those two outside guys. Somebody, we're going to mix and match on, on Goddard and try and confuse him inside. We can hold up in the run game. I mean, they rushed for like 60 yards last night or whatever it was. So that, that's an issue for them, figuring out that run game and his health. You know, if, if he's not as capable as a runner, then it better start showing up from the pocket or, you know, these are, this is what the games are going to look like when you play those really good teams. And those two teams that they just played, you're going to play the, you're gonna have to beat those teams in the, at some point to get to the Super Bowl. So I don't think it's been a, a wonderfully officiated year, um, and I do think there are tipping points where it's probably time to pay some <laughs> officials. So I can think two things. One, Kadarius Tony's foot was over the line. But two, yeah. what you don't want to do is get in the way of the greatest play of the yeah. year. When you watched it, what was your interpretation of it? Listen, is he over the line? Yes. Without a doubt, hands down, no two ways about it, he's over the line. Is that a foul? Yes. Now, how do you officiate it? I don't know. How do you officiate Bradbury's call in the Super Bowl last year? Is it a, is it a PI in preseason? Yes. Is it a pass interference in training camp? Yes. Is it a pass interference in the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Crappy time for that call. However, they usually give you a warning. That's what I thought. Especially the first, second time. Like, you got to really, it's got to be egregious, right? But he's blocking the ball. And the problem is, he's the third inside receiver. So it's harder. You know, when you're number two or number three, meaning closer to the referee on the sideline, those guys line up on the ball. They look out at the guy and they say, hey, am I good? And the ref either gives you one of these or he goes like this or like this. <laughs> move forward or move back because you're too far in the backfield and you're going to get a penalty for too many in the backfield. Or, or a legal formation, or you're offsides. In this situation, I don't know. Did he get warnings earlier in the game? Was it an issue? It sounds like no because of what Andy Reid said. And then, of course, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes just blew his top last night. Oh, he was but he, that's, that's who he is. That's, that's who right. he is as a competitor. I saw him yell at that's, Andy Reid last year. And there's way more cameras and microphones and all. You don't think Jordan's like that? You don't think Kobe's like that? Like, that's who these guys are on the field. They are this crazy and and unrecognizable version of themselves the guy that steps in between the white lines and puts on number 15 for the chiefs in that red jersey especially like like when he's going like that is a different guy than goes and visits the children's hospital okay you know what i mean you can it's the same person but yeah. it's a different personality completely different personality so when he's on the field he's a stone cold killer and when things don't go his way He's pissed, and it's everybody else's fault. You know, like, that's just the psychology behind it, and that's fine. So a bunch of people caught mics, and people are saying, oh, he embarrassed himself. Yeah. All right, that's just competitive. So to get to that level, you got to be a little bit of that. Now, in that moment, the Bills needed a break. <laughs> they got a break. But that, I, I can't say, and maybe I'm burying the headline, that was one hell of a play. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe I it. I mean, as soon as he cut the – as soon as he even motioned like he was going to throw, I was like, what the hell is – oh, my God. <laughs> That's so, a walk-off. So we said – And then you see the flag thing come up, you know, the little uh, – Yellow. The yellow deal on the TV. I was like, oh, no. Oh, not a hold. Oh, not a pre-snap. Oh, God. You know, and so 
Yeah, it's a ticky-tack call, but it's, it's the rules are rules. I don't know. What do you say? This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 